Wait, are you Brian? I've never seen West Wing. Yeah, I, I've seen like half of the first episode. Oh. None of us have seen it? No. I guess not. My parents loved it. Hi, and welcome to Real Doofs, the Lunch Table Sessions. I'm Drew. I'm Brian. I'm Joe. And this is a movie and TV pop culture podcast. And I've got to say, Joe, I have a question for you. What is this scary? (laughs) (laughs) That was so aggressive. aggressive. It's a good transition. (laughs) It was flawless. I ruined it. I'm sorry. And Joe, I have a question for you. Okay. This is the sort of hard hitting journalism you can expect from Drew. <laughs> I gotta do this with a straight face now. Um, okay, go. What is the scariest movie you've ever seen and why? Ooh. Oh. Oh. The scariest movie I've ever seen is probably a Nightmare on Elm Street. Particular and episode? Huh? Like particular episode? Like, like one the, like, original uh, original? Like, like original from like what year was it? Like eighties, I would think it's yeah, like early eighties, yeah. mid eighties. The Freddy Krueger movie, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I that's just one, realized right? you weren't talking about uh Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh yeah, I know. Nightmare <laughs> I on Elm like, Street. Oh, Nightmare right, on Elm Street, scary. the Freddy Krueger where he like comes through your dream. Um, mm-hmm. definitely the scariest movie I've ever seen. And it's because my oldest brother was like really into horror films at the time. And he was like taking a high school, a, a class in his high school that was like art of the film. And they were mm. focusing on horror or something. And he was watching all these horror films and he was like, Joe, watch this with me. And I was like, okay. And I was like super young, <laughs> uh, way too young to be seeing this movie. And it freaked me out so much. <laughs> um, yeah. That Is there, the- any particular scene that like sticks out for you that or like even moment, not even necessarily a full scene, but like like when someone says like, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, is there something that pops in your head that you're like, Ugh. Um, I think about the time when like the main girl wakes up and she sees the like sm- the, the claw marks in her pillowcase because that that starts to make it like real. And that like started to really freak me out because the nightmares alone that she was having were freaky. But yeah. then when like the claws were actually like through her pillowcase or whatever it was that like started to really freak me out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I remember Johnny Depp getting killed in that movie and I laughed because it was like a funny <laughs> dad. I don't even Johnny remember Depp. him being in the movie. Oh yeah, man. All. Johnny Depp is Nancy's boyfriend in the movie. Nancy's oh, the main character. Oh, yeah. And like, he's like in his room listening to a record, but with his headphones on and he's just like, <laughs> like sitting there in his bed and he's just like, yeah, and he knows he's not supposed to go to fucking sleep, but he like literally like, oh, we listen to like like music on a bed. Like, first off, you sleep on nails, motherfucker. Like, what are you doing sleeping on a bed? Like a comfy mattress. So then like he falls asleep and like Freddie like comes out, and, like pulls him into the mattress and shit. And like he's like, he's dead. He he gone. <laughs> yeah, but uh but that, I think that wins. So I'm gonna ask you a question, Brian, because it's oh, my boy. turn. I I it's kind of related, but I, I like this question. Out of all the movies you've seen, what is the goriest? 
goriest. Uh, this might be recency biased, but okay. uh, I, I think say, once... Yeah, Brian, do you need a definition of gory just because you've never seen that many horror movies or... or yeah, like... I really haven't seen that many. Um, uh, so this might be a recency biased thing. I, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just comes Ooh. to mind. Oh, because okay. I, I remember going to see it in theaters when it came out. And uh, which I think it was like 2019, 2018 mm-hmm. was that movie. But um, I feel like forgot that it was a Tarantino movie until the fight. You both have seen it, right? Yeah, I have. Uh, yep. Okay, so spoilers. But at the end, um, the like cult shows up and they just like smash all their brains in in yeah. this like house. And I like the whole movie didn't really feel like a Tarantino movie until that moment. I was like, oh yeah. shit, yeah, yeah here yeah, it is. Yeah. And it just kept getting worse for the last 20 minutes of the movie where they, there was this one shot in particular where they like grab this person's head and just keep slamming it into a phone and the camera doesn't pan away and it's like 20 times and it just keeps getting bloodier and there's a pool on the floor and they like light people up with a blowtorch, like a flamethrower at some point. I'm sure there's gorier movies out there, some real like horror movies, but yeah, Hereditary yeah, yeah. and Alien are the only ones I've ever seen mm-hmm. and this, this was gorier. Uh, nice. Yeah. Was the, mm-hmm. like the most blood i've ever seen in a yeah, yeah. movie i think nice awesome i have one for drew oh my question is who is your least favorite character in all the movies you've seen Ooh. what character do you hate oh, the most fuck man like <laughs> how that's like <laughs> so like impossible that to like answer like what character do i dislike the most in all fucking movies i've ever seen <laughs> I, like, I feel like any if, question would be like, difficult for you because you've just seen a lot of movies but yeah, I, I mean like but like, not just like like you're like setting me up for failure here man like now I have no to, like, it's, it's no failure it's no failure it's what comes to mind first like what was the first yeah. thing to just like come to mind I was like the lead characters in Boondock Saints. But oh, okay. Like, like that's just because of my my like complete hatred of Boondock Saints. Like, <laughs> and that's like, fair. They're they're probably bad characters. <laughs> I mean they, they are. It, so. No, they really they are. Um but yeah, I can't I mean I get like I have such a deep rooted hatred for the Boondock Saints. That like I couldn't even tell you why anymore, um, <laughs> just because the movie itself is one of the most overrated films of all time. Um, oh, yeah, get him, Drew. Yeah, right. Uh, and the sequel is worse. And the fact that they've ever toyed with making a third just <laughs> makes me want to burn like like the industry down um, completely. But yeah, no, I guess. Uh, oh, God, so first thing comes to mind, Joe, is just like my pure hatred for Boondock Saints. Nice. That's fair. There's like probably more that like 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 I realistically like actually hate a character for who they are mm-hmm. like in a film more so than like like the Boondock Saints. I just just hate the Boondock yeah. Saints. Yeah, man. yeah. Oh man, I feel like I ruined that, man. <laughs> no. Now I'm sad. Like, <laughs> I'm just, just thinking like, about all the characters you hate. Yeah, I'm just like <laughs> like like. Who else do I like just like despise? But now I'm like just like taking way too much time. So okay, cool. Um yeah, that was fun. Um that was definitely cool. We should freshen things up like that more often. Um and speaking cool of reset. speaking of fresh, the show we're watching today is actually very old. 
and not so fresh, um, which is still pretty cool. Um, today, we're going to be diving into um, a fascinating yet very fictional um, look at the West Wing. Um, we're watching the West Wing today. The West Wing or is the it West, West Wing? Wing. The it's West Wing. The West Wing. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a very interesting thing because uh, one thing that we can't actually tie to current events is that um, Oscar nominee Aaron Sorkin for Sh- Trial of Chicago 7, who won at the Academy Award for screenplay for uh, The Social Network. Um, Aaron Sorkin, he also created the show The Newsroom. Um, this is not his first, but one of his bigger TV shows. Um, I believe, I don't know what his very first show was, but I know he did another one about sports anchors. He does a lot of shows about multiple characters getting to jibber jabber all over the place. And they got some good dialogue. He's very snappy. He's quick. Um, you know, and he's, um, very, very interesting uh, to see to see his uh, writing and everything. Um, so Aaron Sorkin, uh, this is his show. It ran from 1999 to 2006 and then just got like a special reunited episode in uh, 2020 uh, on HBO Max. Specifically, it was like Rock the Vote, like their their version of like Rock in the Vote. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely a uh cool kind of thing it ran for a while it was very well liked so i only know the very 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 uh tiny bits of this show what um do you think this show is about and we'll start off as to when do you think it takes place i think present day when it came out so 99 to 2006 7 whatever you said mm-hmm Mm. which if that's true i imagine it's going to be sort of like i mean this is going to be tough to tell in the first episode but i imagine it would be similar to newsroom where newsroom was tackling like current issues as they were happening on this fictional newsroom show where i think this might tackle current issues like we might get some 9-11 if we were to keep watching it in the west wing hmm which would be okay. interesting because I'm not sure. Uh, I I might be jumping ahead here, so I I think that the I think West Wing centers around like a presidency, but I don't know that it's a real presidency. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like Bush. <laughs> I don't think like Bush or Clinton are hanging out on the West. No, Wing. yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't guess so either. They probably just say maybe. Maybe they're just like referenced, like the president. Maybe they don't have oh, like, like we a, don't see the president at all. It's yeah, like, maybe it's not like super heavily involved. I don't know. Is I don't I don't know the layout of the the White House. What is the West Wing like? What I think the Oval department? Office is in the West Wing. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So uh, it's, maybe it's because you can see the West Wing from the East Wing, where the show actually takes place. <laughs> just the background um <laughs> we'll we'll be over there someday uh. so before i write this down 
are you saying that the um that the president will not be seen or will be seen i just i gotta get that from both of you is the president part of the show like side character or are they just a mention are they from the mouths of babes i think it's an ensemble cast but i think that the presidency is is the is the centerpiece similarly in like the newsroom where like the editor is like the main person it's like the president and then the entourage of Mm. the folks sitting around the president okay um i think the president will be fictional it'll be some like very white sounding name (laughs) okay but you do think we will see the president brian yeah i don't i think we have to so the president's the centerpiece in the ensemble okay cool uh joe do you agree with that um i think it's gonna be like we're not gonna see we might see a president but i think it is gonna be like a fictional president it's not gonna be like clinton or bush it's gonna be just like Okay, cool. So a fictional president. Mr. President, and he's not going to be a big role in it. He's just going to be like underlying. It's going to be more about the roles around him. Okay. Or her. Okay. So a female president in a show in 1999. (laughs) Joe, slap those words out of me. I know, I know. Okay. Uh, Fictional president. um, It's going to be like John. President John Johnson. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, cool. all right, so then you think it's going to focus on the staff. Uh, what level of staff? Like, is it like important staff to the president, or is it like the White House kitchen staff? Like, what? What's the like? What staffing levels are we going to see? Um, like direct contact with president, or like like minions, or like is it like Secretary of State? Like, who's going to be here? You know, is it the cabinet? I think we're getting the cabinet. Yeah, that's what and there'll I was be like thinking. a lot of infighting with like the press secretary and the uh, other other <laughs> other other roles. roles. <laughs> you know, the housing and development secretary, um, <laughs> the roads, the roads and highway secretary, one. that one, <laughs> the uh, the money guy. The money guy, the okay. The money so, guy, uh, the Pentagon guy. Money guy. And the the defense guy. That's the Pentagon guy, right? Defense. Yeah, defense. Pentagon guy. There's a. I'm using the non-gendered guy. I do think we'll see some women uh, in the in the cabinet positions. Women also welcomed. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's cool. But very um, few black people. Maybe one black person. Okay. Very it's 1999. Um, okay, that's cool. Yeah, and they're all uh, going mean, to have their cool, own. But yeah. I think we're going to see, like, in people's different offices, and it's going to, like, show a little bit of their character or a little little bit of their role um that'll be like the big part of the set is like all the different offices and okay um ooh. Right. yeah what do you got what do you got i think so you know how <laughs> you know in seinfeld it opens and he's like i was on an airplane what's the deal with that oh it's gonna stand open up with portion? like yeah okay. this is gonna open with his like uh 
press like press conferences or like yeah, state yeah, union yeah. addresses, and you're seeing like what the the president. The president, not the press secretary. It's going to be the. Well, you might see the press secretary. You might see the president, depending on whether it's like a state of the union or like a press briefing or whatever. But you'll see that. You'll see what the public sees, and then the the rest of the episode continues like off. So it like sets the tone of like this is the event that's happening in in society. This is our official statement on it. And then as soon as you go backstage, you see like the infighting between the cabinet members. They're yeah. like walking down the hallway and like, well, I, I told you about okay. this a week ago. And blah, 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 blah. And like, yeah. All, yeah. That, all that stuff. I think that will be like a, a, a segment. And maybe it ends episodes, maybe it starts episodes, but that will be like a feature. So you keep saying there's this infighting. Are you saying that this presidency um, has a lot of tension? in inside or is it actually a well-oiled machine i think that there always has to be like a little bit of tension like i think they might work well together but there's going to be like different ideas like that is the point of the cabinet is that like they all offer their different opinions on how a solution is and this president might be a good leader at making sure that the best idea becomes the one that like happens but i think that the cabinet members might like disagree often on things. Okay. Like in the mm-hmm. newsroom, like you get people who like fight to make sure that their idea is the best idea. And that's the mm-hmm. one that's getting forward. Yeah. It might knowing, not be a toxic thing. It might be a good thing. Knowing that you've seen the newsroom, um, probably seen social network. Both of you who maybe know <laughs> Joe, Joe, you've yeah, seen, I've seen, I've seen the social network yep. um, and seen some of Aaron Sorkin's other work. How heavy do you think we're going to get in this first episode with like what's going on in the country or what's going on worldwide? Like how is it going to just be like fun? Cause Aaron Sorkin does have such witty banter that you can like, you get sarcasm, you get jokes that are like, that are there that aren't meant to be taken. Like, at, like they're not meant to be presented as jokes, but they are meant to break tension. Um, <clears throat> but like we're talking about the presidency. And this is, I will spoil this. This is like an hour long drama, the show. That's how it is. So yeah. how heavy are we going to get in this 1999 NBC drama? Are we going to tackle subjects that are like, like actually like sensitive topics? Or are we just going to bullshit around in this first episode? And then like later they might hit something. I think they're going to start off with a, I think... Just knowing the first episode of like the newsroom, I think that they're going to open with something like big to get your attention. Mm. Um, I don't know what that big thing is. Sure, I, I'd be willing to put money on it having something to do with drugs. Uh, it's 1999. Mm-hmm. War on drugs is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> could it have something to do with Bill Clinton's impeachment? Hmm. Yeah, I wonder how how much of like like we're gonna are we gonna get a lot of like left versus right, Republicans versus Democrats? Are we gonna get a lot of that, or is it gonna be a lot of like the bickering between like the well oiled machine, like we were saying, and how it's more about like the the business of the politics and 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 bouncing ideas around and trying to get those through. Um, but I, yeah, I agree. I think they're going to tackle something big in this first episode because I wouldn't, I, I can't imagine it taking off 
super well if they start off slow. I, I think they, they would have to start off pretty big here. Is this a um, Republican or Democrat party that has the, the house, that has the White House? I think it's a Democrat. Yeah, I would say Democrat too. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, <clears throat> who? I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to tell you the extent because you've already said that you believe you'll see the president. Um, if that's the case, and we do see the president um, throughout the episode, um, they would make sure that they had a famous person playing the president who in your mind is famous enough and let's just say let's be realistic usually your president isn't like a super young guy who's like the uh, middle-aged to older actor that's going to play the president in 1999 that's the stuff that's always tough is like i know who's old now i don't know who's old in 1999 Uh, Um, i'll tell you this Uh, uh, only thing i'll tell you is not tv it's not a TV actor. It's a very, it's a, if, if we see this, who I'm trying to allude to, um, famous older actor. And you've seen him before, actually. Yes. Let's on, say that. on the real deeps. I will refuse to comment, Joe, on <laughs> okay. that. Uh, yes, actually, we have seen him in something in the one and a half years that we've been doing this. Oh, we man. have seen. That's not helpful anymore. Oh, I know. That I know. I have to explain. a year ago. Um, you know what? I'll give you this much. We've actually seen this person since we've been doing the lunch table sessions. Ooh. We've done some movies during lunch table sessions, Brian, but it could have also been in a TV show now. I mean, <laughs> dinosaurs in a field. <laughs> um, who plays? I mean, my gut was michael douglas for some reason but i don't actually think michael douglas is in anything that we've watched in maybe that's interesting that you say that because michael douglas actually did play the president in a movie called uh the american president um which is a romantic comedy with annette benning it's actually pretty cool also another famous president movie called dave where the president has like finds like a body double because he wants to have an affair and then he dies or has a heart attack and the guy like doubling as him is like a nice guy but has to play like the president has to play the role of the president um awesome movie as well you should check it out anyway michael douglas uh i have literally zero guesses for you I don't know why I can't think well, of a single then just name. Guess of a, a an older gentleman you feel would be a good president. I feel like if they had Anthony Hopkins, they would keep him Ooh. around or give yes. him a bigger role. And my guesses are let's do bigger role. Uh or no, my guess was not bigger role for the yeah. president. Um but <laughs> I like the idea of Anthony Hopkins playing president. So I like that idea too. Anthony Hopkins. That's great. That's a really, that's a, that's a very strong, like either one of those would be phenomenal presidents. Uh, again, Michael Douglas already playing the president in a whole other movie. So, and he was Brian, just to let you know, he was a great president. So your mind's in the right spot. <laughs> Who is uh, the older guy on, um, uh, the one with, 
the doo 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 and the arrows and uh, the fuck, fuck are you talking movies? about? Mockingbird. <laughs> oh my! What are oh, these movies? Ooh, Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. <laughs> Hunger Games. Sorry. Are you changing Michael uh, Douglas to Donald Sutherland? Oh, that yeah, can I work. Googled, I googled old white male actors. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did that. <laughs> I think it was one that came up and I was like, so, he looks like he could be it. So you're doing Donald Sutherland? Yeah, let's do Donald Sutherland. All right. I've got another interesting fact for you about that. Um, <laughs> Donald Sutherland. Has he also played a president? I'm afraid to Google now. No, actually, uh, but to tie it in to your second guess in a row involving a fam- uh, an actor uh, playing president, Donald Sutherland's son, Kiefer Sutherland, plays the president in a show called, like... Uh, a soul sur- not soul survivor it's like he was like it's a show on like ABC. there's a bunch of movies or shows about that no thing no, right like no, you being no, the this successor is like a, to the throne yes where he's like every time there's like a, a full address of congress one dude has to stay like at home in case something happens mm. and then he becomes the successor and that's oh, yeah, what happens yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody like bombs the capital and like yeah. this dude who's just like a dingbat is like, yeah. hey, dude, you're the president now, and he's like, oh, what? But it's not. It's like actually like a drama. <clears throat> is it, is yeah. it lo- Lone Survivor? I forget. I forget. Maybe yeah. Lone Survivor. Something Survivor. It's the actual title, though. Like designated like, survivor. Yes, designated survivor. That's it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, Donald Sutherland's son, Kiefer Sutherland, is the designated survivor on the designated survivor show. President mm. Kiefer Sutherland. Um, <clears throat> fantastic. Um. So then uh, my next question for you is um, which character from the beloved Parks and Rex is a main character on the show? Oh, man. Oh, not man. playing the president, not playing the president. Uh, what's his name? Beloved character from Parks and Rec. Yes. What's, what, oh, what's his name? Uh, Rob Lowe. Oh, I'm going Rob Lowe. That's Rob that, we, Lowe is a very good. He'd be like, like intern in this. Yeah. Yeah. You like that? You want to double down on that, Brad? Yeah, I'm gonna double down on Rob Lowe. We get Times double the points two. if we. Pull, if yeah, we pull I'll give you double points. Thing, yeah. Right? If Rob this Lowe whole time this, he's been getting us double points if yeah. we both guess the same. Double thing. points, definitely. <laughs> um. And then finally, um, <clears throat> trying to think of the best way to word this. Um, there is an actor who is also was in every episode of this show. Now, there's only, uh, by the way, only four actors on this show who were in every single episode um, of the show. Only four out of all the main characters. And like you said, it is an ensemble. You were correct in that. Um, but only four actors have been in every 155 episodes of the show. Um, you know, others have been in like 150, 145, etc. But um, again, only four. This is one actor who's been in every single episode. Um, he is also a famous movie actor who you see as a side character generally a lot. Um, I'm not going to ask you for his name. I just want you to say like out loud, like, I know that guy because you should know that guy. Um, okay. That's all I'm going to tell you. Like, you just know that guy. And then same with uh, the leading actress in this um, show. She has recently, in the past five years, won a Best Supporting Actress uh, Academy Award. 
So, um, mm, okay. I'm just going to bring that out. She's currently in a TV show that's running where she it was a cast of two, but the original lead in the show all left and now it's just the show on her. So that's all I'm going to give you. Let's go through um, one more question, I guess. Like you've said a lot of things we're going to see throw out one like big deal that's going to be like in this first episode. Like Brian, you said maybe we'll see something about drugs, but like specifically, are, you, are like what's like a big thing that could happen? Yeah, so uh, I'd like to introduce a new segment called "Let Me Take You Through Fucking 1999" because I googled what happened in 1999, and I have... wasn't there like a Limp Biscuit album that came out. There's a lot of stuff, so I think I have the answer. But I want to take you through a wild ride of a year that is 1999. All right. So in January. The impeachment of Bill Clinton begins. Yes. Family Guy debuts on Fox. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the United States Coast Guard intercepts a ship with fucking 10,000 pounds of cocaine on it. Sweet. Um, there is also a uh, Futurama debuts. There's a lot of like, here's this cartoon that debuted. SpongeBob came out. Um <laughs> I think that the answer is uh, the Columbine High School Massacre. Ooh. Shit. Uh, which okay. came up in April of 1999. Um, it is possible that they talk about Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, uh, which mm-hmm. becomes the highest grossing Star Wars film, according to this Wikipedia article. Um, so it's going to be or, about like gun, gun control. Yeah, or it could be about or the Star Space Shuttle Wars. Discovery completing the first docking with the International Space Station. Uh, it could be about Walt Disney Pictures' 37th feature film, Tarzan. Uh, <laughs> it could be about Stephen King getting in a car accident in Louisville, Maine. Uh, it could be you're, about you're, the you're... United States giving over ownership <coughs> of the Panama Canal, the Panama government. A um, lot of wild stuff in 1999. Toy Story 2 comes out. Ooh. Pixar's yeah, this is definitely going to be about Tarzan. I can feel it. Do <laughs> you think like that'll get mentioned? That's cool. To see Tarzan. <laughs> no, it's going to be like the 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 driving plot of this episode is going to be yeah. The controversy of Tarzan and the political structure. <clears throat> Anything else there's, like what else happened in 99? There's two interesting things. There was a World Trade Organization meeting that happened that sided uh, with the United States in a dispute with the European Union about um, the trade of bananas. Uh, but there was also a protest against that meeting in Seattle, Washington. So I don't, I don't understand what's happening there. But uh, maybe that okay. will come up. The bananas. So the thing. bananas. Okay. All right, uh, Joe. Same deal. Any specific thing? It doesn't have to be like necessarily an event, but like. Is there going to be something that happens in this first episode that we're going to like address? Uh, I think the, I think the, the Bill Clinton affair, like there's going to be some kind of like affair going on in the cabinet members that they're going to, it's going to be like a reference to the real life affair that happened. Okay. That's cool. Let me see. Um, Let's see. 
Ooh, the uh, uh, Recording Industry Association of America filed a lawsuit against Napster. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, hmm. Okay, cool. Not what I was thinking. Got it. Cool. All right. So um, that's good. Um, all right, cool. Should we should we go over our guesses here? See where we're at? Oh, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah. <clears throat> so the West Wing is going to take place present data when the show came out, you know, 99 to 2006, similar to the newsroom in a sense, uh, using current issues to uh, the time, but with a fictional um, cast or fictional like um, uh, people dealing with those real life in- uh, issues. Um, the president is going to be like the centerpiece in the ensemble, but isn't like the main character. He won't be like, he'll be seen, but like not often. Um, again, fictional president. It's not going to be like Bill Clinton. It's going to be a fictional president who's more seen than not really heard too much. Uh, but we're getting the cabinet and like the fighting with other, the infighting with the others. Uh, we're going to get the money guy, the Rhodes guy, the defense guy, and the Pentagon guy. Women are also welcomed in this. Um, we're pretty uh, pretty sure that we're going to see very few African-Americans featured in this particular episode, possibly the series. Um, but we will see um, like the different offices throughout. Like We're going to get a good idea. Like We're going to be in the West. We'll be in the Oval Office. We'll be in like the intern's office, you know. Um, We think this show is going to open with a press address from like seeing it from the public perception and then like we get to see the actual things that are happening on the backside that the the public doesn't actually see. Um, There's always going to have to be tension in the cabinet, even if they do work together. It's all about whose idea is best. And this guy's trying to get his idea out here. This guy's trying to do this. And they're like, oh, no, that's a real bad idea. We shouldn't go that way. Um, this, we're going to start off big to get our attentions. It's going to be like a drug related, like war on drugs bill or, or like we're going to talk about the Clinton, um, uh, something involving the Clintons, which if it takes place in 1999 and they talk about a real life president who's still in office at that point, that might be weird. So maybe the Clintons are off the table, but we'll hear about an affair or something. I'll see. Um, or an impeachment. Uh, we're going to guess that this is a Democratic-held White House. Who plays the president? We're going to—I'm I'm just going to let it out of the bag. We do see the president, and we know this guy. So who plays the president? Well, we're thinking Donald Sutherland may play the president. You know, he's the uh, the bad guy from the uh, Mockingjay movies, the Hunger Games. You know, he's uh, that guy, or Anthony Hopkins. Which, not gonna lie, Joe, that would be epic, uh, and I'm ho- I'm rooting for you on that one. You you nailed <laughs> you nailed it with Meryl Streep last time. Yeah, so I'm, uh, yeah, I'm yeah, for you. yeah. Um, I asked, who do you think would be in this show? Who is a beloved character from Parks and Rec? Um, you said Rob Lowe and doubled down, so you are gonna go all in double points on this one. Um. What is going to be an event that takes place in this first one, like a real historical event to really kind of like set the pace and also make it feel real? Um, we said probably something really big like Columbine or Star Wars Episode One, um, you know, or there's even talk about the uh, maybe like the U.S. government giving the Pan- 
Panama Canal back, um, or probably fo- big focus on Disney's Tarzan coming out. Um, hopefully, though, we are really hoping that in this first episode, we get to hear more about the World Trade Organization's uh, agreement that uh, the U.S. has a case against the EU about the trade of bananas. Um, so that's going to be cool if we get that. Oh, and yeah. we do think <laughs> so cool. Yeah. We also think uh, there's going to be an affair uh, in this episode or talk of an affair or we'll be finding out someone's having an affair. And um, we're also really, really hoping that we get to hear a little bit about the lawsuit against Napster. So um, covering a lot, bases are loaded. I think we're going to get. No, we're it's gonna a baseball. Get, yeah, it's a baseball. We're gonna show. get everywhere. We're, we're gonna get everywhere on everything. Here we go. Are you boys ready to watch The West Wing? Yes. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Well, that was The West Wing, boys. Uh, what do we think of that? That was great. I loved it. Yeah, I kind of loved it too. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I kind of freaking loved it. I, you said you I, only watched half of that last time. Yeah, I only watched for. I got up to. I don't even think I got halfway through. I got up to. I, I got up to the point where they were talking about the Cubans in the first like three minutes, and <laughs> I don't remember him talking to that. I don't remember him getting the page from the girl. So it was before that. So wow, you checked out ten, early. You're like no, Cubans. I'm out of here. Yeah, no, it's like Ilian Gonzalez. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> I, that's that's a, a little boy from Cuba that was uh, like, I think his parents died and like he was here in the U.S. and the oh. Cuban government was like, get him, bring him back. And the U.S. was like, no. And then like we sent in like armed guards to the family's house to pull him out of his actual house to give him back to Cuba. I don't remember if you don't know. Oh. You don't remember this. That's this happened sad in 2000. Joke. Yeah. But um, it happened in 2000, not 1999. But anyway, um, Joe, what did you think? It was good. It was a little like hard to follow for me. Uh, I don't know if it was just like me not understanding how anything in political office runs or works, but uh, I don't know. I, I, it was really, it was really like quick and witty and that like style we see from his writing, but also, I don't know. I feel like, I need a few episodes to digest these characters and understand what they're all about. Cause I, 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 I was, I feel like I was missing something uh, half the time during all these interactions. Um, no, but it was I, entertaining regardless. No, sorry. You go right. No, I was going to say, I agree with that 100%. Like five minutes in, I was like, I don't know who anybody's talking about. They were like, Hey, I'm going to do this thing with Josh and blah, 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 blah with, with Toby. And I'm like, who the fuck are Josh and Toby? I don't know who these people are yet. You're like, you dove into this. So yeah, what I did is yeah. in the, my other monitor, I pulled up a uh, cast, cast of West Wing roles. Mm. And so it would tell you like, it would show you a picture of the actor, what their name is on the show and what their job is in the West Wing, which was super helpful. Cause now when someone was like, Toby told me he's going to fire you. I'm like, who the fuck is Toby? How does Toby have that? Oh, he's the chief. Okay, cool. Like he can do that. Uh, or Leo was the chief of staff or whatever. Um, so I would recommend doing your next, if you can watch another episode, watching it with that. Cause that was incredibly helpful. I pulled that up like five minutes in. <laughs> got, got you. Okay. I tried to turn on the close captioning cause I, it wouldn't let me. yeah, yeah, it wouldn't let me the stupid, like uh, oh, teleparty 
banner was in the way, so I couldn't reach that setting. It was like behind the banner every time. You, you got to go into full screen and the banner goes away. It didn't go away for me. It was stuck. Oh, no. Maybe because I said I'm the only one who has control. Maybe I had to do it. Yeah, Drew is the supreme controller, so we couldn't do it. <laughs> no, I think I think I could have done it for myself because I've done it for myself for other other like okay. shows. I just couldn't literally like see the button after I clicked on the closed captioning button because it was under the teleparty panel that you can't mm. hide while you're watching. But whatever. Also, you keep on freezing, by the way. So if I freeze and just don't respond, assume. It's a point where I'm frozen. Because I assume oh. I'm freezing on your end, too. Okay. Yeah, maybe a little sound glitch, like, for a second, but it catches up really quick. So. Okay. But, oh, good. Um, yeah, I got to say, like, the it was funnier than i thought it was gonna mm. be like i expected <laughs> yeah. some like sarcastic wit to be like uh, but like i forgot like alice and Janney's like gets her beeper and like falls off the treadmill and like <laughs> like rob Lowe is like who's the daughter and she's like me and he's like yeah, oh yeah. no <laughs> um it's kind of like funny antics going on while you happen to be working in the white yeah, house <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know um yeah, the show was was very revered and loved. Um, like when it went on, I think like my parents just literally rewatched the whole thing. Um, yeah, it's something else. Uh, it was definitely like very Sorkin dialogue. Like, um, yeah, there's got to like. It's funny because it's so snappy and, and and you're like wow that's how people talk but it's like not but it is like like the way that you can respond immediately and have these conversations that happen so quickly um and they fit together so well i mean i can't i when people say it's like real life it the the speed of the conversation could absolutely be if i'm walking and talking and someone's with me and like we're having a full conversation it's not like like it's targeted and, and it's it's like it fits it, it, like a key, but yeah. like when yeah. you think about writing a script where the speed has to match, like you have to have this very fast conversation. Um, it's pretty wild. And that's a lot of Sorkin yeah. stuff. It's like, like blah, 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 blah. And then like just back and forth, back and forth. The banter is like ridiculous. And then yeah. finding the actors to be able to like, perform that like execute that is is mm -hmm. is must must be uh quite the task but i'm sure yeah yeah, yeah it's wild um so i don't have any like special facts about the show or anything like that so i mean i can say right here um i'm gonna go first on like what my favorite scene <clears> was <throat> um although i enjoyed a lot of it the uh um the president swooping in uh the good. big the big presidential reveal and then his little speech after he read about the cubans yeah. was like that to me is like the tone of the show yeah. like i'm like wow man that's that's gonna do it that's mm -hmm. it right there yeah it's like all of these different things and like he specifically has a chief of staff to like keep everyone on track but like really he's keeping everyone on track, like on task mm -hmm. with like 
yeah, you think all these personal things are important, but this is what I think is important. Mm-hmm. Oh. The... What was your favorite, Joe? Right before he swept in, when they were kind of like figuring out, oh, well, what am I going to get out of this? Oh, um, that was... Oh. Yeah, that was a good scene because yeah, and there was that like oh like what do you mean by like New York comedians? Yeah, Yeah. New York. Yeah, sense of humor. It was just uh, it was really tense, and it was I don't know. It was just it was just cool because it was all very body language and and just their faces and very expressive, but few lines and uh, I don't know. It made me feel something there, so it was was good. Yeah, that was that was pretty tense, man. That was. uh... There's the funny thing is too. There's um, a thing that goes around where people say that Aaron Sorkin doesn't write well for women. Um, his banter is very masculine, hmm. uh, and even the the right wing, you know, Christian woman there, um, like the she was strong in her in her in her like in her dialogue until the president like shut them all down like. I don't know if I agree with that. You know, I think it's maybe in more in the movies because a lot of the movies center around men, except Molly's game. Molly's game was all, uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, that came later there. though. So maybe he, maybe he was possible. like, I yeah. got to prove it. I got to prove yeah. it. I can. Yeah. So wait, what was she trying to get out of it? I didn't understand her, 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 um, the, offer so of pornography or condoms or prayer. Or prayer. So, I, I understood the prayer in school thing. So the was question like, was, what, what the is other? the president going to uh, tackle for us? Because they insulted, insulted me. Is he going to okay. say prayer in school is a good thing and we should have it? Or is he going to denounce pornography? It's going to be like, mm, these are the two okay, problems okay, that, okay, are, okay. that we're dealing gotcha. with. That. Yeah. So that's what she was trying to go for. Like, gotcha, what, are, okay, what are you going to okay. do for us? What are yep. you going to take a stand on? Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, thanks. Thank you. Thank you for welcome. clarifying because I was like, wait, what what does he want? Yeah. Yeah. No, she's like, I want pornography or I want prayer and school. <laughs> yeah, I was like, she wants one of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. I either need a big old box of condoms, I need <laughs> pornography, or I yeah. need prayer in schools. Yeah. You pick. <laughs> but either way, I get what I want. Yeah. Uh, Brian, what about you? What was your favorite scene? Um, yeah, that one would have been, that one, that one was good. I think I, I think I liked all the scenes with pagers. <laughs> that was so fucking jarring. Oh, it's a long since I've seen some good pager usage in a, in a show. Oh, I know. And um, it just kept going. And it, I think it reminded me of like, uh, not pager specifically, but like why I like, I'm really excited. Like this might be a show that I, uh, keep watching like immediately. Um, because I really loved Newsroom, and for whatever reason, I had it in my head that the show was just super boring. Um, but me too. It stopped airing. Stopped. <laughs> yeah, like it, it was the boring show that came on TV when I was a kid, and like that's the thing. It stopped airing when I was thirteen, so I think that all I remember from it was when it was on TV, and I was like, "Oh, that, this show's boring as hell." Um, but now I'm boring, and uh, I love watching <laughs> the inner workings of the West Wing. Like, very fascinating. <laughs> oh, it was like to me. thrillingly boring. Like, yeah, I, was like, I love wow. it. Um, look at all these aides helping people out. Look at my <laughs> yeah. look at all these assistants. 
Yeah, it was a was lot crazy. of assistants. I was looking at the cast thing, and it was like, this is the chief of staff. This is the deputy to the chief of staff. And this is the communications director and the deputy communications director <laughs> and the assistant to the deputy communications director. Is that what a is that what a deputy deputy is? Just like an assistant to that mm-hmm. upper role? Oh, okay. I mean, a deputy probably wouldn't want you to <laughs> wouldn't like that. Uh, I wouldn't say description. Well, well, kind of like yeah. a vice. Yeah, yeah sure. You know, there you go. Yeah, kind of yeah. like a vice. Yeah, sorry, yeah, okay. sorry, uh, deputies. You're Not just like, like an assistant, like a like a. Okay, yeah. Um, the Sorry, only thing Kamala my, Harris, get Biden's coffee. My only like complaint, I guess, is like it's very like work related. It's very like a business running. And when I when I finish up at work, I, I don't want to go watch more work and be stressed <laughs> from like other businesses uh, running. And, and I don't know. I mean, I, they obviously tackle like personal issues, which is entertaining. But like. If they're just tackling like governmental politics, I'm I'm not going to be super entertained, in my opinion. I've never I've never been driven by I, I've never been drawn. Sorry, I've never been drawn to the uh, like political shows, except ooh, except House of Cards. I did like I did like that season like one and two, and then I I, I didn't watch anymore. But uh, me too. I did, did like that one. <laughs> I literally something only happened. One something two. happened. I don't know what it was. I, I had to wait a year for it, the next one, and then I just didn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I watched the first season, and then we stopped because I was like, "All right, that's enough. That feels like enough. Yeah. It feels like it's over to me." Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think that I, I don't know. I think there's a difference too because I agree with you. I, I wouldn't want to watch a a work show that I felt like I related to the majority of the time. Like if I was yeah. watching a show that was like a bunch of meetings that could have been emails or, <laughs> yeah. uh, then I'd be like, yeah, no, thank you. But this shows like what I wish my average day was like, yeah. you know, like yeah. Yeah. Th- this shows like when I feel the most powerful in my job, when I'm like, yeah. you yeah. do this and I'm going to take this call and make this happen. I feel like good about my job. And this you mean- show like shows that. You mean like you're not like picturing yourself, you're the president and like everyone else that's working for the president like you're the, is like your staff or your team or anything like. Yeah, no. I'm the one who's like, change your shirt. Here's the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you look better in this shirt. Now please change it. So Brian, in your, in your theory, if you were to bring this into work. Um, you are the, you, get you are specific. all of the assistants because <laughs> yeah, all the, the assistants they're the ones really telling the, the people kind of getting them on track and to do yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, so I'm like you're yeah, not the boss man president. No, you're not I'm president not Brian. Kind. You're everyone's personal assistant, but you're also like <laughs> nudging them assistant. to do specific things. I like that. That's great. Yeah. I get what I want in the end because I'm the one, you know, you know, yeah, you're, nudging yeah. people in the right direction. Changing shirts, getting them to change all those shirts. I love it. I don't get the title, but I get what I want. <laughs> I love that. That's fantastic. Um, so, Brian, you had already said that you would probably continue watching this. Yeah. Like, ASAP. Uh, like, yeah, I'm going to add it onto my, my uh, Excel spreadsheet of shows that yep. I need to watch. Number 89. The West Wing. <laughs> I'm going to bump it up. Let's oh, see. What can shit. I bump it up to? I think I can... What do I have control of? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. The odds it's are number, the It's number three. It's number wow. three. Wow, that's pretty high up on the list. And only because we already started one, so I can't swap what's, that out. Mid- what's one and season. two? 
Oh, but, so I don't know two yet because uh, oh. Mare hasn't put in two. Uh, oh, one. Oh, okay. Yeah, we we rotate every other. So I know, I, but like it's not actually a full list. It's like like she didn't type in what she wants to watch next. No, so, so you actually get mystery. The, I get mystery. I, I won't know. And and it's, whatever one is, depending on what it, what one is, there could probably be a lot of time until two. So like yeah. you have a lot of time to decide. Or Mare has a lot of time to decide. Yeah. One is the circle season two, so we're gonna get through Ooh, that. Ooh, okay, nice. <laughs> oh, are you specifically doing it by season two? Like, like, so you like you don't have to if you do season one, you don't have to immediately go to season two. No, we have to finish the entire show, but for the circle, there's only season two left for us. So you could choose like a really fucking long, like you could write Survivor and be like, we have to watch all 40 seasons. <laughs> yeah, we're going to watch The Simpsons. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's harsh. Um, cool. All right. Um, Joe, would you continue watching this? Um, no, I wouldn't. Uh, it was good, but I wouldn't keep on watching it, but I would recommend it for people who are into that. Uh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend Sweet. it. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be like the next like just Drew show to watch. Like, I don't think Kristen would be into it honestly, um, but I'm totally like, like this might be like when we're upstairs, like you know, in bed, and I'll throw the TV on. Kristen goes to bed, and I'll watch the next episode. Um, it might it might happen. It might happen soon because this caught my attention more than I expected it to. <laughs> Like I did not think it would, and it did. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty wild. Nice. Um, guesses. Oh yeah, did yeah, yeah. Let's go do guesses. guesses. We we didn't go. We're, we're having a real off night tonight. I don't know yeah, what's a little going bit. On. It's it's a little tired. It's like tired. It's like eight at night. I'm yawning. And um, all right. So we said it was going to be present day, 1999 to 2006, uh, which it was. Uh, similar to the newsroom that it's going to tackle current issues to the time. Absolutely. The president is the centerpiece in this ensemble. And that's 100% right. The whole damn thing was about him crashing his bike into like a tree and like everything was POTUS POTUS. And by the way, um, the first term POTUS uh, was actually done in the Nixon administration on a document, mm. on a memo in like 1969. And it continued from there. Um Let's see. Uh, it's going to be a fictional president, which it was, though I don't think we ever n- named the president in this particular episode. I don't oh. remember hearing yeah, his we actual name. No. Um, we said he'll be seen more or like seen more, not heard. And I think it's actually he was also not seen much and only heard once um, in this episode. So, yeah, but I think throughout, throughout he actually is like involved a bit more. He. Okay. Um, so Josh and um, Allison Janney's character, I, for, I forget, uh, CJ, I think Josh, CJ, Leo, uh, Leo, the um, like assistant to the president and the yep. president are the four characters that are in every single episode of the show. Mm, okay. um, everyone else is like a hundred, there's 155 episodes. So it was like a hundred and, 50 148 38 and then like it starts gets to the 80s like like rob Lowe is only in like 85 episodes like mm. what happens oh, to rob Lowe? he's gonna get fired or something like he's he's gonna be gone um 
So anyway, uh, it's going to be kind of getting into the cabinet and the fighting, the infighting with other with with uh, the others. And I would say in this particular first episode, we definitely saw that banter. We definitely saw that like moment where they were in like, what do we do about the humans? This, 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 this. Oh, this, this. So there was a lot of ideas thrown around. I wouldn't call it fighting really, but there was a lot of like opinions and trying to come with the right idea. Uh, we're going to get some of that money guy and we'll get the roads guy and the defense guy and the Pentagon guy. And women are also welcomed. Um, women very, are welcomed. Yeah. There, there, there were, uh, there were a good uh, few women in this first episode that really, um, you know, made an impact. Um, very few African-Americans are going to be featured in this. Um, um, in this first episode, that is accurate. Um, we're going to see different offices all around the White House and different offices of everybody. We've got to see all these crappy offices people had. We've got to see the Roosevelt Room. We got to see the Oval Office. We got to see some other offices. It was full of offices. Um, a lot of offices. The show is going to open with a press address uh, from the pr- public's perception. And then we see the kind of fighting within. Um, the show opened in a bar where uh, Sam and a journalist was trying to get specific information from him, and then Sam saw a woman, didn't realize it was a prostitute, and ended up taking her to bed. Um, (laughs) So that wasn't quite the opening. We Um, did get a press thing eventually. We did see him have a press briefing. I agree. Um, Always has to have tension in the cabinet, and I think that's actually fairly accurate. I think that there is... Uh, a certain amount of tension in there. It's I don't think we off- technically got a cabinet. I think like this is just the White yeah. House office. There was yeah. no staff, yeah. White House staff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just yeah. White House staff. There's no, okay. so you get like uh, no cabinet. Chief of staff, you mm-hmm. get deputy chief of staff, yeah. you get communications director, you get deputy communications director, press secretary, assistant to the deputy chief of staff. Uh, and apparently we're also going to get the first lady and uh, the personal aide to the president uh, played by mm. Dulé Hill, um, who is also on psych. Yes. Uh, so mm. I'm very excited <clears throat> to see him on West Bank. Oh, psych. Ugh. Another show I just never want to watch, but we're going to watch it. It's on it's our on list. list. You're going to watch it. <laughs> um, I can't wait because I'm probably going to end up loving it, but I just hate the idea of psych. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I know nothing about it. All I, you know, I could be completely wrong. I'm just going to throw this out here. I think psych is like, it's like a con job. Basically this dude is, um, um, for, I was going to say attention deficit disorder, but this guy is like a, um, uh, photo has a photographic memory, but he pretends to be a, uh, like, uh, um, criminal psychic to like help solve crimes, but mm. he actually isn't. He just has a photographic memory and okay. he helps solve crimes. I don't know. The concept to me was just like, this is dumb, but it's probably really good because it's been like, it was like a thousand seasons on USA. Cause every show on USA gets like eight seasons and you've never heard of it. And yeah. then like, it had like two movies made out of it too. Like, like, I how haven't are there seen the movies. movies? I don't understand how there's psych movies. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, we're going to say that uh, the, the show starts off big to get our attentions, like maybe a drug-related like uh, thing, like a war on drugs, or we'll talk about the Clintons, impeachment. Nope. 
It was the Cubans. It was yeah. the uh, the horde of Cubans. The um, um, you know migrants. Uh, what do you? What is that called? Where everyone gets like scared of them? Just, they're just. Oh yeah, I don't know. What what is it like when they're coming like through and there's like they kept talking about? I don't remember. But yeah, uh, it's like a, like a lot of Cubans like on their way over. Um, so uh, Democrats are going to have the White House, and yes, it is a Democratic White House. Who? Played the president, Donald Sutherland or no. Anthony Hopkins? No, no, it was our boy Martin Sheen from Grace and Frankie. Um, oh, that's right. You got you didn't even like, put that <laughs> oh, together. I didn't even I didn't even put that together either. Oh, Jesus! Forgot. Yeah, yeah. Martin Sheen, Grace and Frankie's Martin Sheen. Um, <laughs> also. Martin what Sheen, is it known for? Martin Sheen will be. We will be watching one of Martin Sheen's um, um, biggest films. It's not on our list yet, but I'm going to be putting it on the list. It is actually uh, revered as one of the most important war films ever made, called Apocalypse Now. Mm. Um, Martin Sheen is the lead in that. Uh, Rob Lowe is our buddy boy from. Um, from Parks and Rec, who is going to be in this, and you guys yeah. double down, so you get double those points. Yeah. Eight million, ding, eight million ding, ding, points ding. awarded. Good job, Whoa. guys. That's great. Um, biggest thing we're going to hear about uh, is going to be Columbine, or of course Star Wars Episode One, um, or wow. the Panama Canal. Um, none of those things were mentioned, but we were doubling down that the entire episode's plot was going to be based on Disney's Tarzan. Um, it was crazy that when Martin Sheen came in the room, he like he swung like in, turned on half of his lightsaber, oh. and then we got the duel of the fates, and then he turned on the other half, and everyone was like, "Oh shit!" Um, <laughs> and then he swung of, in on a vine. And- speaking yeah. of completely <laughs> off-topic things like that, um, did you see Disney revealed uh, yesterday uh, for for the? the Star Wars hotel that's opening next year. Um, they actually revealed the <laughs> actual lightsaber. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. Like the real one. You, you see They're it. They're going to sell a real lightsaber. No. Well, it's, it's a real working lightsaber that will not cut you in half, but the technology a matter of time. that when you turn on the hilt, um, uh, led light, uh, like raises up and it's, lar- it's like an object that comes out. That's larger than the actual sword hilt. So they have this technology of this uh, thing that can raise and lower itself to a certain like height. Huh. Um, yeah, for like they just showed the uh, footage of it uh, yesterday. May this is May fifth for everyone. Uh, it's going to be like June or July when this episode comes out. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, that was just uh, shown, which is pretty wild. So we also were hoping we were going to at least hear something in the background about the world trade organization siding with the U S <laughs> on the trade of bananas. Um, unfortunately no go there either. We took some good guesses. I, honestly. I think they were hinting at it because everybody was holding a banana the whole episode. So that, that could be kind of the thought process, especially when, um, Sam was at the uh, high class prostitutes house. They were just both holding bananas both time. And it was like, what are they hitting at here? Yeah, they didn't even talk about it. It was, you had to really understand world politics. What is this? That's weird. Um, We would see that somebody's having an affair in this episode. Not, unfortunately, didn't happen. And also the the Napster lawsuit also did not happen. So 
bummer uh, on these last few guesses, but honestly, um, there were a few things that were mentioned, like the you know a few different places, the um, housing and urban development was a guess earlier on that we hear, and we just heard about the HUD in there. But um, overall, we kind of missed the mark on uh, a good amount of this. But yeah, still, it was fun. We all had fun, right? That's the whole so point. Fun. Yeah, yeah. Another thing off topic. Did either of you watch that other little Disney Plus thing for Star Wars they put out? The uh, biomes. No. See that? No. No, I it, didn't see that. It's literally just a like stress-free like fly over like slowly flying over um planets of notability or, or areas of notability in star the star wars universe it's 18 minutes long it literally it's like 4k high def like if you were just like peacefully flying over hoth but you, they show you like like there's like little tiny ats because it's like high above and you can see like ats walking through oh, funny and, yeah, it was wild man it was really really cool they went in hoth they went through tatooine um mm, cool um naboo no he surprisingly skipped naboo there were only four i th- if i remember how about uh um, leia's planet vader- what was leia's no planet? um never really where did mustafar? vader d- yeah Tatooine? mustafar no mm. you saw mustafar like from the lava and you could see vader's oh, castle way cool. in the back and it just slowly approaches and like when it gets high enough, you can see that behind his castle. It's like, it's like his castle is like a dam. Like there's only like a little stream of lava coming out, but behind it's like flowing lava and stuff like is really interesting. But then they went to Octu, um, like just like it's all water and you just see those giant, like that's cool things. And then the Falcon like leaves Octu. It's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, it's like 18 minutes. It's just got a really nice score behind it too. Like just check it out. Well, John, John, Johnny will, I don't think it it wasn't like super Star Warsy. It felt like it oh, fit in Star Wars, but it wasn't the main theme to Star Wars or anything. Um, mm. It just like it was pretty cool. Mm. So yeah, that's flyby, or that's not flyby. That was biomes. But anyway, uh, the West Wing. Um, you know, Star Wars, the West Wing. It's all connected. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's that's kind of all I got. I think it's uh, it's time to see us off. Wow, this is different. This is really different tonight. And this is nice. It's really nice. I hope this doesn't go through post to get changed. Um I just gotta say Thanks everybody for listening in and just enjoying the episode with us. We enjoyed spending time with you. Um. Again, Columbus. Thanks again. Like you're doing us solids here. Um. You know, much love, Columbus, Ohio. You know. Um. Listen, if you want to check us out more, feel free to jump over to realboofs.com or buttsunningwithbrian.com to listen to past episodes and also get links to our social medias. Um yeah thanks again for listening to us again in columbus you're you know you're our heart and soul columbus um and if you want to shoot us an email which no one does um except you richard lewis thanks again buddy um feel free to 
uh, email us at realdoofs at gmail.com. Aside from that, just have a great night, everybody. <laughs> what? Can you show me what you were playing? Oh, awesome. I love it. Isn't it cool? I, it has no brand. There's no brand on this. Wow. I, I was it, telling it someone about no it. Brand. <laughs> I don't know who made this. Uh, I know it was made in China, but I paid $25 for this at a tag sale, which is probably too much. That's awesome. But it's got little drums. <laughs> oh my gosh, that brings me back. Me and my brother had like little things like that growing up. We had like two of those like I mini little keyboards. Oh, yeah, I thought it'd be cool to like sample for songs or something. Yeah, the, totally, totally. It's always the weird like, like this is supposed to be a banjo. <laughs> it's like not quite but nice try no, I'm, not, I'm not here but good yeah. sound I, I also got this yeah i was is, eyeballing that in the back I it's, saw like that little, too. Uh, it's like a little uh toy piano is it in tune no it's it's so far out of tune i was gonna i was trying to look up to see if i could like find parts or something because there's yeah, like one yeah. key that doesn't work but it's just little plastic hammers that hit like a metal rod. Yeah. Okay. So there's got to be a way to, way to like maybe buy metal pieces that are in tune and replace them or something. Uh, yeah. Check out like a thumb. What are they called? Like thumb pianos. That's what I was thinking. Like a little yeah. like uh, like uh, kalimba, I think. Ah, uh, that's what they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really bad. It's almost there. It's awesome.